Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now on to this week's totally tubular show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Print On Demand cast. This episode number 68 of the Print On Demand cast. And as always, same two hosts for all 68 episodes. (laughs) If you keep tuning in, hoping to find a new host or two, then you are mistaken, my friend. It will not happen. Uh, Travis... How's it going, man? We have a guest, so it's not necessarily a point of interest, but we could probably banter a little bit because as we have both alluded to in conversations mm-hmm. offline, this has been a day. Whew. It was a day. My goodness. Um, we're actually recording this uh, on December 7th, Pearl Harbor yep. Day. Yes. And uh, there was actually, what was it called? Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Basically, um, Amazon had a little bit of a hiccup today um, and it affected not only sellers, but also like people trying to actually sell or uh, buy things. And yeah. so um, really kind of a real bummer, honestly, because all day long, I've just been waiting for them to fix it. And like no orders came in like all day long. And you're like, I know I'm wow. selling things. And yeah. I know what that people, yeah, I know people were buying. And in the past, what's happened is like, the seller central thing will like, you know, have a glitch or something. Um, And eventually it'll get fixed. And then all of the orders that came in during that glitch will just kind of like go, you know, all into your account this time, however, because of the fact that um, it was on both sides, I have a feeling that we as Amazon sellers lost sales today because I think people were not able, there was like a lot of, um, dog pages if you don't know what that is it's when an amazon product um isn't linking anywhere you have like an asin which is their product identifier and it doesn't lead anywhere you get like what's what we call as amazon sellers a dog page and it's just literally a picture of a dog and it says well you don't know what you're looking for because you're dumb you're lost lost. find something else but a lot of things were showing up as dog pages and things like that and so I have to think that we lost sales today, which, um, you know, most days of the year wouldn't be that big of a deal, but in the middle of Q4, that's like a knife, man. That's like a knife to the heart. It really hurts. Now I have, you know, full disclosure, I have seen a lot of uh, sales go to pending and then come in. So, I mean, I'm still having a decent day, but it's in my opinion, nowhere near what it could have been. So yeah. So yeah, I was a little bummed and then a couple other things happened that I won't go into, but, um, I, so that was my day. I was kind of joking with you earlier that I needed, I needed a beer before we yes. uh, pressed record. So how was I your day? Multiples. I think you had a, yeah, <laughs> you, you had a similarly disappointing day. How was, how was it for you? Yeah. So, so Jason was out the whole day. He had some stuff he had to do in Denver today. So he was out. So I was kind of manning the production ship. Um, so the first part of the day was, was fine. And then, except for the fact that, so we have a new UPS driver who I hope is only there temporarily because hopefully our regular guy, Kevin, who is a champ. I love that guy so much, but, um, we have some, some replacement, uh, who, um, I, I don't even know his name and I wouldn't name his name if I did know his name, but I'm not going to dox the guy, but he is. He looks like a twenty-something-year-old dude who wears these sunglasses that could easily be mistaken for ski goggles. You know, those like those really ridiculously <laughs> obnoxious, polarized, whatever. So, some context. The first time he showed up to drop stuff off, he dropped it off in front of the front door of the um, shop, which is fine, except for the fact that we're on the last bay and our, we have a giant garage mm-hmm. door and a sign that says UPS right. deliveries here. So. Right. He drops them off at the front door. So we have to, you know, lift all the boxes and take them in or get a dolly, whatever. So I told him the next time, dude, please don't drop off anything here. It's all at that third garage door. Everything mm-hmm. that you need, um, drop off there. It'd be easier for everybody. Right. Oh, Honest okay. mistake. He did, you know, first time he comes, yeah. he dropped it off at the front door. Right. Sure. So, so he's like, oh, so like oh, over there. 
I'm like, yes. And he does sound like Keanu. <laughs> She's like, you, you go, okay, all right, all right, cool. So, yeah, whatever. It's good to go. So, today, um, I get a call. I get a text from one of our production workers. Hey, man, I felt like crap all night and all morning. I'm going to get a COVID. Should I go get a COVID test? I don't think I can come in. He was set to come in oh, at wow. 3 o'clock today and work the evening because we have mm-hmm. a lot. Well, the, the other to preface this as well, last night, we ran out of ink just completely. Like mm. it, it didn't show up when it was supposed to. And so it, it just the windows didn't line up. So mm-hmm. we didn't have any, we couldn't do production last night. It was down. So we didn't get yeah. anything done last night. He called, he texts me, I don't feel good. I'm feeling like crap. What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm trying to navigate this. And my mother-in-law calls me and says, hey, we have printer ink that was dropped off at our house, even though it's at the address is the oh. shop. So I have to go get that. So I open the garage door and I literally run into this UPS guy. And he says, is that all you have for me today? And it was like the UPS you know, pickup. And I was like, yeah, we should have more later, but take that now. Okay. So I'm like, are we good? And he's like, yeah, we're good. So I get in the car. I go to my in-law's house, which is like two minutes away, get the stuff, come back and find a stack of TSC boxes at the front door, <laughs> which means that this guy had a full conversation with me at the garage door that I told him two weeks ago to drop everything off for us at. He got into his truck. And he drove <laughs> not even a minute, not even 30 seconds. And uh, dropped the other side off of the building at the front door. So I get uh, back from getting the ink. I'm trying to navigate this employee situation. I pull into the shop area again. I see a, just a giant stack of boxes by the front door. I proceed to lose my mind because I'm just <laughs> so annoyed. Uh, so... So, you know, long story short, so, you know, we have to get all this stuff out, Amazon stuff, Etsy, Aunt Madeline's stuff that had to go out today. And there was still that stack of stuff that didn't get done last night, but the guy is sick now. He mm. can't come in. Our other regular production guy requested this day off months ago because it's his birthday. And of mm. course, he can't foresee like right. this stuff sure. happening. So it, so that means tomorrow I am going to be at the shop at 6.30 in the morning and we have mm. to get a very early start because we've got more. Now, it's just, it, the thing is like, yeah, we yeah. get that tomorrow, it and the, but it doesn't stop. Right. So yeah. so it's going to be a super early day for me tomorrow. And I was just, I had to do the post office run today. I had to do, you know, I had car issues and like just ridiculous stuff. So it, today, this Tuesday was a Monday. Monday didn't feel like a Monday, <laughs> but today felt like a Monday. So yeah, it's it's been crazy, and I guess it's just you know kind of par for the course for for Q four. Um, yeah, because everything is. a person being a person calling out sick in February is like, hey man, that's a bummer. We'll see you tomorrow. But now mm-hmm. it's like, all right. So so do you think you could push through the fever, or do you should you just stay home? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so right. I, but ultimately it's like, hey, get a COVID test because if this yeah, cat sure. tests positive for COVID, oh, that yeah. means he's out for ten days, yep. and we have to scramble for ten days, yep. which happens to fall within that week that we've talked about previously on the show. That is the craziest week. It is. <clears throat> so to be down a production tech, those ten days would be brutal. So I'm praying to God yeah. that his test is negative. He just needs a day to kind of rest and recoup, and he can be back at it. But I'm sure you guys yeah. will fit, you'll you'll hear the result of that story on next week's show for sure. Sure, yeah. I mean, this is we're in the time. It's a, it's such a crunch time, and you just never can plan for it. I mean, like we've had <coughs> just an incredible group of you know temps that have come in and helped yeah. out. And um, as a matter of fact, I mean, we had a great great week last week. But we got done and I sent people home early on Friday, <laughs> which yeah. blew my mind. That yeah. just should not happen in my mind. You know, that was never going to happen. But we did such, you know, we they were so efficient and everybody kept working and, and yeah. we were able to get everything. Now, it's a different story this week because, you know, the volume is up, um, yep. notwithstanding the fact that Amazon was down for half of the day today. And I don't sure. know what tomorrow is going to bring. Um but yeah, I mean, we're coming like next week is going to be just insane and you just never know what's going to happen. So yeah. that's kind of our, you know, our Q4 rant, if that's a thing. Yeah. We have apparel rants. Q4 rant. 
Yeah, yeah that's yeah, I but think so. You're always gonna have those. I mean, that's just yeah. you think you know what you're getting into and you just you just never yeah, know. But let's no lighten idea. the mood, Josiah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we do that, I'll let you know too on, on our anchor. Like we use anchor.fm for those listening to upload and kind of distribute mm-hmm. this. But have you seen the the banner on anchor.fm? I have not. Um, it says a major a major Amazon Web Services outage is currently impacting our services. Mm-hmm. Please know that our team is monitoring the situation and working to get the services back online as soon as, as, soon as possible. So ding, 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 it's, ding. it's everywhere. widespread. It's everywhere. And so yeah. p- places that are using them to host their web services are also going to have some issues. So um, if you're if you're a shopper on Amazon, now you know. And if you fill Amazon, yeah. now you know. So <laughs> is is what it is. But yes, let's let's lighten the mood a little bit and go to this week's weekly dad joke. Time for the weekly dad joke. So Travis, I'm I'm sure that that you've noticed as well as probably everyone listening mm-hmm. that prices are just skyrocketing everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Everything's more expensive now. In fact, in fact, Air used to be free at the gas station. I had to go fill up my tire the other day. It used to be free. Now it's a dollar fifty. You wanna know why? 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 Tell me. Inflation. And that's this week's weekly dad joke. Mm. It's, it's 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 topical. Timely. It, it is timely. I'm mm-hmm. I'm spending a lot more for a lot less when it comes to groceries every week. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> so is so tis the season. Yeah. So, man, this week uh, we had a point of interest, and we actually allude to that point of interest in the interview that's yeah. coming up here shortly. But this was a uh, a cool guest for me to to have on the show because it sure. is my wife, and so my <laughs> wife Madeline finally agreed to be on the show. Um, it was interesting asking her questions that I knew the answers to, and also. <laughs> Uh, I eventually just kind of scooted out of this out of the shot here because you guys see my ugly bearded mug every week and you don't get to see her beautiful face ever. So I just kind of <laughs> let that let that go. But uh, man, Travis, I think it was um, it was a successful interview. I'm actually really proud of her mm-hmm. because she doesn't necessarily um, like to do these types of things, like yeah. speaking in general. She's very right. she's very yeah. kind of soft spoken and and you know. Um, so I was really proud that she agreed to come on, and I think she did a great job. Yeah, I think she she did a great job, and I I mean I don't want to you know uh, spoil the the interview at all. We'll probably talk about it in the outro, but um, yeah, yeah, I thought she did a great job. Really enjoyed what she shared, and I think our listeners are going to get a lot out of it. Yeah. So, without further ado, uh, let's go to this week's main event. You're now listening to the soothing beats of the main event. All right, Travis, it's time for the main event, and we have an interview again. It's been Mm. like five, six, too many episodes without a guest. (laughs) Our listeners have had to endure our our incoherent at times ramblings, but we have an interview. Uh, We have a guest, and it is someone that I would have to say... I might be the bias, is the hottest guest we've had on the show. But uh, Madeline Cifuentes is a, um, well, she's my wife. We have this, not my sister. We have the same last name. (laughs) So she's my wife. Uh, She's been doing Print on Demand since 2019 and has experienced Mm -hmm. success on Etsy, Abound, and Fair. And she also helps with sales at What For Apparel as well. So everybody, please welcome to the Print on Demand cast, my beautiful wife, Madeline. Madeline. Say hi, and hello. it's been for we've we, it's been like pulling teeth to try and convince you to do right. This. Yeah, they forced me against my will. So. She, she's under <laughs> duress. So anyone that's watching this, uh, send help. There's probably a smoke signal or two. Um, <laughs> but no, thanks for finally coming on the show. You're welcome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm super glad that you're here. I mean, I've been telling Josiah, you know, he needs to get you on the show for. I don't know, for probably over a year now. Um, yeah. And uh, eventually we're we're actually going to get your dad on here too one of these days. So, yeah, I was just uh, going to say, Travis has had this concerted effort to get like your family on this show. Have you asked him? Yeah. And it's He's usually, like me. It, well, it's usually like, uh, 
may, maybe next time because he right just watch sailing videos on the couch. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I mean, the reason that we you know I have an interest in getting you and your dad on is because you guys have a lot of in, um, a lot of insight into print on demand and stuff that I think our listeners will enjoy. So, very glad that you said yes finally, and uh, Josiah was able to twist your arm, Madeline. Um, <laughs> Let's go ahead and just start with the question that we start with all of our, you know, our print on demand cast guests and just tell us about your print on demand story. How did you get into it? I I mean, I kind of know it, um, but I'd love to hear it in your own words. And I'm sure our audience would love to hear it, too. Yeah, well, I got into it because my dad and Josiah, they first started, as you all, you all know this story, but they started selling on Amazon and then didn't you go to the convention? Or, yeah, Travis and I went to Portland, which our listeners have heard that story as well. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, they all know. But um, they started their own print-on-demand company, which I, which is pretty cool because I'm lucky. Like, I don't have to go through Printify and all these other mm-hmm. platforms. I have it right in-house. So, Uh, Yeah, when they, as soon as they started that, or I think even before they got the printers, I was like already getting all my designs ready and getting my Etsy store up. So, Hmm. yeah. What started, I mean, like before they even had a printer, you were getting your designs ready. I mean, you, you obviously had a plan. What kind of like inspired you to do this? Did you, did you just kind of have a feeling that it would work or had you seen other people be successful with it or what was the catalyst there? Well, I think around that time I had gone, I went to cosmetology school, got my license and I interviewed at three different salons and got every single job. And then I told every, <laughs> everyone I no because I realized I did not want to be a hairstylist. And then oh. I was kind of around that time I was like, crap, I paid a lot of money for this school. So I'm not going to be a hairstylist. I got to make something else work. So, um, yeah. And so had you, I mean, obviously you'd heard Josiah and Jason talk about print on demand and you just said, well, I'll just give this a try and, and, and kind of see what happens. Was that kind of it? Yeah. And like I grew up with, um, there's a lot of entrepreneurs in my family and, mm-hmm. um, you're distracting me. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just telling, I told her to look at the camera when, when answering questions. So it doesn't throwing so they me can off. see your eyes. But I mean, I always witnessed like my parents, they were always their own boss and able to set their own schedule. And that's initially why I wanted to be a hairstylist because I wanted to work from home because I saw my mom do that. Um, just right. have that flexibility and freedom. And so when I saw that I could do this instead, that's always been my goal is just to be able to have freedom, set my own schedule, um, eventually be able to raise kids and work from home. So that's always been my main motivation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you um, you got started, as, as Josiah said um, in the intro, you were on Etsy. That's how you got your start. And then you also mm-hmm. are on a bound and fair. Can you tell yeah. our listeners, um, like what it, first of all, is there any other platform you're selling on that we didn't mention? And then what is a bound and fair? I think most of them know what Etsy is and we're going to get into that a lot more. <clears throat> yeah. I just recently discovered a bound and fair several months ago. And I'm so happy that I did because it, I make more or if not the same amount of sales that I do on mm. Etsy on Abound and Fair. Wow. Um, and they're kind of newer websites, but they're wholesale websites. So uh, it's basically people that are coming to these websites already have boutiques and stores. And so mm. they're ordering like big bulk orders. Um, mm. And it's nice because usually like we experience on Etsy, my best time is like November and December, but on Abound and Fair, it's like, September, like the fall, mm. because they're all ordering all, all the Christmas up. stuff, yeah, to stock their shops. So that has been really awesome. And uh, I also sell on Tundra, um, which is another one. And mm. I do decent, but not as good um, 
on a bound as I do on a bound and fair. Which uh, so a bound and fair they're two different it's not yeah. a bound and fair it's a bound yeah. and then the other website is fair which uh-huh. um w- can you tell us anything about it like which do you prefer is there a better like does one have a better interface or any of that stuff i'm just curious yeah um i think fair does a little bit better than a bound but honestly they're both still really good um you do need to offer like wholesale pricing so your prices are going to be lower than what you do on Etsy, um, mm-hmm. fair, they take like, oh, I think it's 25% for the first order. But if you're, wow. if the shop reorders, it goes to 15% and abound is 15%. And Etsy like comes out to be like 12%. So it's kind of similar. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, but you're getting those big bulk orders. So it makes it worth it. Yeah. Do um how do they handle shipping? Is that kind of just included in your uh wholesale price? It's like, hey, they're they're gonna be ten dollars a piece. You can order as many as you want. Is it plus shipping for those wholesale orders, or is it that included in the price? You actually will enter like you enter the tracking number and then you enter how much it costs you to ship, and they'll mm-hmm. reimburse you as long as the shipping cost is like. less than 25% of what the order amount was. That makes sense. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So they reimburse that. So you're not going to get killed on shipping charges. I guess that was really my, my question there. Yeah, no, it's been pretty good. That's cool. When did you guys, when did you start like selling on those websites? Is that just this year or is it? Yeah, just, no, just this year. Yeah. Within the last year. Yeah. Like, probably this summer I found them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they've been awesome. Is that, is it something you, I've asked you this before, but is it something that like if someone out there is listening and they have like a printful or uh, you know, that kind of account, is that something that they could have printful? They'd have to place the order to printful themselves Yeah, for like a bulk order. So if, even if you're not doing production in house, is there a way that you can fulfill those orders easily? Do you think? I think because I think one of our clients tried to get on there and she told, she said that someone else would be fulfilling her products. And so she didn't get approved. Uh, And since mm. ours are in-house, when I applied, I said it's in-house. So I think you just need to say that it's in-house. Right. Sure. Just, yeah. Yeah. That you're not outsourcing it. Yeah, Yeah. So technically no, but. I work my way. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's, I mean, that's a, a good segue. Yeah, exactly. I was just saying that's a good segue um, as far as working around things. Um, of course, Travis knows this. I know this. But you've had experience getting an account suspended on Etsy. Um, yes. And <laughs> so tell us, like, what were you able to do? Well, first say, tell us, like, why? What, the, what, what caused it? Um, and then how you were able to get back on to Etsy to continue selling. Yeah. Um, so the first I started selling on Etsy, like November, December of 2019, um, which was really a good time because 2020 was like crazy good sales because everyone mm-hmm. was online yeah. shopping and quarantine. Right. Um And I had no idea what I was doing. I was just doing whatever I saw other people doing. (laughs) Like, I was just selling the things that I liked. And, I mean, I still had success. But then I just started seeing, like, oh, these these are, like, copying bestsellers. Like, oh, this is a bestseller. I'm going to make something similar. So I had no idea what I was doing and no strategy. And I was, I started selling, like, friends things uh, and like tv show things which most mm. so many etsy sellers do like and that's why i thought it was fine because i didn't read etsy's policies or anything um <laughs> i had no idea what i was doing uh so yeah but i was very successful <laughs> selling the, all those items um mm-hmm. but yeah then that led to my account getting shut down so uh, wow. Yeah, and it got shut down in like November of 2020. November, right before Q4. 
Yeah. Like right in the middle. I remember I had memories, a memory Mm. pop up because we, so what we did, like we had to create a new, we took the opportunity to kind of revamp the system, created spreadsheets Mm -hmm. for all of our designs. And so there was Mm -hmm. lots of data entry happening. And I, I I have a memory of sitting in the office in your parents' garage. My office was there. And I was in the process of marathoning all the Avengers Marvel movies. <laughs> so I would just like put a movie on and then just data entry, all of the mm. spreadsheets and stuff like yeah. that as we were going. That's the only reason yeah. I remember it was in November. Yeah, luckily I had like two months before downloaded my CSV file, which you should always do that <laughs> to have that backup. Yeah. But that's a good pro tip right there. Can you yeah. say that again? So what what where do you what what are you saying? You're saying like there's a place on Etsy you can go to download mm-hmm. a CSV and what what does that give you? Just your SKUs and your titles and does it give you all your tags and and everything or or, or what yeah, does it give you? I don't I don't think it gives the tags, but it gives you the images, the titles, mm. the descriptions. Um so I was able to go off of that CSV to rebuild my new shop but um yeah it was tragic i i took a couple days to just (laughs) cry (laughs) it was like so many hours went into it and it was like my child and so i took a couple days just to like wallow in my sorrow and then i just had to start all over but i mean i'm grateful like i'm basically Everything I did wrong, I've learned from. And so mm. now I'm doing it so much better and I'm so much more set up for success. So, yeah, I remember, I don't know if it was around that time, but you, you had reached out to me just to talk about like spreadsheets and like, you mm-hmm. know, kind of creating all of that stuff and like organizing, yeah. your, you know, your data. And I mean, we've, we've done shows on that in the past, I think. I can't remember. I think it's episode 10 that we did one where we just talk about making sure that that's all organized. Um, and it's mm-hmm. really a good thing that you, you um, downloaded that CSV file before anything happened to that account. Cause that at least, even if you had to, you know, take out 50% of what you were selling still, you had yeah. that other 50% ready to go, you know, when, when you could get back up and running. So tell us like how, how you were able to kind of get back up and running on Etsy. What was that process like for you guys? A nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Um, Yeah, it is. I don't even know. It's a process. Um, So Mm. in order, if you get your Etsy account shut down for like trademark purposes, we did hire a lawyer and, even that didn't get our account reinstated. Because what we, I mean, what we tried to do initially, right, was because Etsy lets you know who filed yeah, that claim. So they, we tried to file an appeal with those people yeah. that claimed okay. it. And, and to be honest, um, I mean, you can speak more to this too, but some of the claims were like, yeah, I can clearly see what yeah. that infringement is. But then some of them you could tell were kind of the people that just squat on trademarks and like, mm-hmm. yeah world's right. best mom or you know yeah. best baby something I had, like that like, i had one unwanted. someone reported me for a design that said ain't no hood like motherhood i was like what but <laughs> the other ones were like friends and shit's creek stuff so, mm, okay. so we, tried, we tried to file send separate letters out to each yeah. entity that held the that held the trademarks that yeah was which i don't waste your time with that i don't think mm. i think they ra- rarely accept that and it's just etsy's bots like they don't even have real people that are yeah. responding to you mm-hmm. um so what we had to do <laughs> we had to get a new computer um a new you have to enter in all new information so when you're signing up you need a different name a different email address different bank account different social you need a you need a different ip address and we discovered like we bought a whole new router and we had a new ip address a new computer we are all set to go so i finally i logged into my account that i just recreated again and it got shut down because of the, the Mac, address. Mac address. Like they know the mm. location. I've gotten mm. very paranoid <laughs> over these little things. Bro, like I don't know anything about witness protection, but I have to assume 
that yeah. this is probably the closest thing where it's like it's spooky don't say anything track. yeah it's, it's it's it was really an intense process yeah and you you need a new bank account literally everything new new location wow. new ip address mm. new computer so yeah that was but I did it, and it's paid off. <laughs> <laughs> wow! No, I, I, I remember. Um, you know, I'm obviously we were. I mean, I've known you guys for a long time, and I remember talking to you know Josiah about this whole thing, and it was pretty brutal for you guys. I mean, yeah. I, I know it was it was really rough because your your Etsy account was doing really really well. Yeah. Um, you want to share like numbers of what you guys were doing a month on Etsy? Or, or just like in total, kind of maybe 2000, 2020 numbers or something like that, or 2019, I guess, uh, yeah, before I you think, got shut down? I think combined between 2020 and this year, we've done about like 70,000 gross sales. Um, okay. My first, I'm, I'm pretty close to what I did my first year, uh, but my first year I did so well, I think because it was 2020 and the online sales everyone was just shopping online and i was selling trademark things that were popular that you know everyone likes but it's like yeah you might make a lot of sales for a short period of time but it's not worth risking your accounts now i just i do not come anywhere close to anything trademarked or anything like that because i just don't want to risk it yeah, well, I mean that's that's really kind of the moral of the story. That's kind of the, uh, um, I, I mean that you learned from your mistakes. I'm curious. Um, uh, so you said you got your account shut down in November of was it? It was 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mid November, early November. Do you remember? It was mid, around? I think. Yeah, mid, November. November. And then when did you finally? When did you get your new account uh, up and running after that? crazy time that you spent yeah it was like mid-december but at that time i had to hire someone else to do all my customer service and i had to hire someone else to list everything for me literally all i could do Mm. was enter the things in the spreadsheet and then i had to have other people do it so that they they had to have a different ip address and a different location like I couldn't even oh, wow. do it at my house. So we so had to basically hire VAs, right? Yeah. Which, which, and I mean, hindsight is kind of a sweet way. We kind of stumbled upon a cool system to do mm-hmm. an Etsy shop where you're hands uh-huh. off, except yeah. for providing data for the VA to upload, you know? So, yeah, you know. I just starting over, like I've just discovered how to do it <laughs> so much better because I have like right now, if something were to happen, I have everything on my spreadsheet and it's all organized, like all the links, all the keywords, like I could have it up again within no time. And <laughs> like, and now my dad can, when he's printing for me, he's like, oh, you go to this SKU number before I just had like Aww. titles and he could never find anything. Um, you're, you're, you're like, oh, I, I feel like. I feel like you took my advice and I did. you might have I mean it, oh I just feel like a proud papa right now I just <laughs> yeah it took that my stop is... getting sh- shut down to really <laughs> take your advice oh my gosh that's that's I mean it's great that you have that you know ability to do it so I am going to go ahead and plug it is actually podcast episode 10, organizing yeah. your SKUs and designs. And you may not do it the same way that I do it or the same way that Madeline does it. But the bottom line is get your <laughs> shit together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it will help you in a thousand different ways. Um, we were actually, mm-hmm. I'll just, I'm just going to do an aside here because Josiah and I had talked about, um, I, I had talked to him. I said, Hey, I have a point of interest for today. And then we realized since we're having an a, uh, interview, we didn't need a point of interest, but the point of interest was I got an email today from a supplier, from like a company that sells coffee mugs and t-shirts and all of that stuff. 
And they basically said, hey, we are overwhelmed. We are not going to be able to get any new orders out. We're going to focus on our current orders. And so any new orders will go way back. And so there's a huge delay. And, and then they said, literally, we recommend you reroute your orders to another supplier. And how could you do that yeah. unless yeah. you had a spreadsheet that right. you could go, okay, boom, 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 boom. And here's the art and here's, you know, everything you need is right here. Uh, yeah. You couldn't possibly do that unless you had, you know, some type yeah. of organizational some structure. Kind of so yeah, exactly. Some kind of database. So anyway, that's, yeah. um, that's really cool, Madeline. That's really cool that you guys have figured out kind of, you, you, you took the pain and you actually learned something from it. So yeah, yeah. tell us, tell our listeners, like, What's your process now? Like how, cause you talked about how you just threw stuff up. You'd find best sellers mm-hmm. and be like, Oh, I'm going to make something cool like that. And and that was kind of, there was no strategy to it. Yeah. Tell us about like your strategy now and how you go about, um, you know, creating products for sale on Etsy. Yeah. Well, I've taken several courses um, just on Etsy. And mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things that I've taken away that it's just completely changed my entire process and strategy um, is E-Rank. And it's mm. a little, it's only $10 a month. Um, <laughs> and I just use the keyword tool on it, but basically you can search any keyword on there and it'll show you like how many people are searching this keyword a month and then how many people are selling an item like and have this keyword so you can see the demand for the product and you can see the competition and so now I don't just uh, create designs based on things I like I'll actually I'll have some ideas like I'll kind of go through Etsy and see what the best sellers are Um, and then so I'll have an idea and then I'll go on E-Rank and I'll search that keyword Um, And basically, it'll show you, um, you go to the keyword tools, type in your keyword, and then you want your, the average monthly searches to be over 150. And then I make sure the Etsy competition is like, in the green and as small as possible. So I'm, I'm trying to make the most in demand designs and go where the least competition is. Um, Mm -hmm. And so now it's, it's like a gold mine and you can just go on all these rabbit trails because you're like, wow. oh my gosh, this is gold. Like everyone's searching for this keyword and no one is selling it. And so it, I have a whole spreadsheet of all these like really high ranking keywords. And mm. so I've learned to just go off of making database decisions not and not just making things that I like. Like I've kind of had to learn to let go of my ego and be like, (laughs) I have no idea what this trend is, but tell them about the snail design you made. Oh my (laughs) gosh. (laughs) I, yeah, I was showing Josiah some of the funny designs because I saw like a snail mug the other week. I was like, oh my gosh, there's like so many people searching this and there's zero competition. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm going to make a snail mug. Um, yeah, it, it, was, it was really That's funny. Crazy. Tell them, what it was, though. Tell them the actual with the, with the pan. Oh, yeah. So it was like the snail, but its shell mm-hmm. was like a stack of waffles. Instead of <laughs> what? <laughs> and I a just stayed laughing what? at my design. I'm like, I would have never made anything like this before. But, um, oh my gosh. But now all of a sudden, everybody on everybody, every one of our listeners is going to go make a snail with a stack of waffles as their show. So I mean, you just let the cat out of the bag. Every there's going to be like a hundred millionaires that come out of this show. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't that kind of speak to the, like another thing in in conjunction with E Rank would be, um, like finding two. Yeah, I was just then- I was just going to say that you can kind of see like once you have your spreadsheet of all the gold you've found on e-rank and all the good Mm -hmm. keywords you can start combining the two keywords oh yeah and you can see these two trending things and when you combine two big trends and make like a super trend it just makes a really in-demand product and then you will know that there's no competition and Mm -hmm. so that has been now when i search my products they're like at the very top of the feed 
And wow. so it really works. Um, yeah. And so that has been the probably like the best thing I've taken away from all my Etsy courses is just creating the most in-demand designs and go where there's no competition. Like if you want to, like before I was wanting to sell, like, I don't know, like Christian t-shirts and you search that on E-Rank, it's like, nope, stay away. (laughs) So (laughs) don't really focus on like the things you're wanting to sell. You need to focus on the data, but also there's a balance because you're not going to make good designs if you don't really understand that trend. Like there's mm-hmm. some keywords I find and I'm like, I really don't know what that is. I, I wouldn't do well making a design like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right now I'm kind of just testing that out. I'm starting to sell designs in niches that I never would have. Um, and yeah. I'm just kind of testing to see which one where I get the most bites and then maybe I'll narrow down my niche. But right now I'm just trying to do as much as possible um, and testing that out. So, well, I think, I mean, you're, you're going about it the right way. I mean, just being very methodical, having a plan, having a strategy, slow and steady does win the race, you know, to your snail with waffles uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, idea niche. Um, And, and the cool thing about it is that you don't really have any, you, you can sleep at night. You don't have to worry about your account getting suspended. And a year from now, you're just going to continue to grow. You know, you've got the systems Mm -hmm. in place. You've got the VAs in place that are, you know, kind of doing it for you. You're just feeding them data and saying, Hey, do things like this. Um, and it's just going to continue to grow for you. So that's, that's freaking awesome. Uh, I I mean, one of the things that, because when I, I wasn't able to log into my Etsy at all, and I had to have VAs do everything for me, I was like, why did I never do this? Because (laughs) I still, I don't really list anything on my Etsy. I handle my customer service now, but I still will just put everything in the spreadsheet for my VA and she lists everything for me. So that's super nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so go ahead. Go ahead, Josiah. No, we're good. I think we are ready to transition to the, the questions that we always ask all of our guests. We, always, we have a set of magic questions here Ooh. that we ask all of our guests, and it wouldn't be complete <laughs> without this fancy bumper. One of the magic yeah. questions is <laughs> how is it living with someone that makes you laugh all the time? <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> I, I always tell like, if you ever tell me that you met someone that's funnier than me, we're going to have relationship issues. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I honestly think that's impossible. <laughs> um, I think well, I was just going to say, I was just going to say the funniest thing was when we were doing the pre-recording, we were just talking and talking about what we were going to talk about. At one point, Josiah just leaned over to Madeline and was like, this is what it's like doing a podcast with Travis. <laughs> yeah. This is what it's like hanging out with Travis and I. Just yeah. Dumb jokes. and Just, yes. Dumb just, joke after dumb joke after dumb yeah, because, joke. But. Because you and I, you know, like we'll hang out sometimes once a week playing poker or we'll just kind of mm-hmm. whatever. So I just wanted, you know, if she ever wonders what it's like to hang out with us, this is probably the closest thing that she'll (laughs) just just stupidity. So you're you're welcome, Madeline. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So the, so the first uh, magic question uh, we've talked about a time when things kind of felt like a a failure when everything got shut down, but tell uh, those listening um, about a time when something happened that felt like a win. Hmm. I think, I mean, I think just because in November, like several weeks ago, I saw a little memory pop up on my Facebook of from the year prior when my account shut down. And I was just looking back. I'm like, oh, my gosh, look how far I've come. Like, at that point, it seemed like this is the end. Like, my dream is done. Like, hmm. I just was so sad. I felt so defeated. I felt like a failure. And now looking back a year later, I'm like, 
I'm doing just as good as I was. And now I have better systems Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm just set up for success. Um, So yeah, I just think it's cool. Like the worst failure ever (laughs) has really has turned into a success because I learned from it. Um, And so I'm not good with failure at all, but (laughs) it has been a big lesson that, you know, it will, it will turn out for good as long as I didn't give up. And so, yeah. That's awesome. That's totally, yeah, that's that's totally different for me because I am great at being a failure. I'm awesome <laughs> at it. Um, <laughs> no, the second question, uh, throughout your print-on-demand career, now I know you've only been selling a couple years now, but I'm just curious, and, and you could take this outside of the print-on-demand, maybe in the entrepreneurial you know, kind of uh, arena, how important have mentoring relationships been to you? And and can you point to a couple of them that have been pivotal in like your development and where you are today? Yeah, I think um, as far as entrepreneurs, like I I do, I take a lot of courses and I follow certain people, like mm-hmm. kind of like my Etsy heroes. And Who are they? Well, she you guys interviewed her. It's Brittany oh, from Brittany Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. yeah, be a wolf biz. Um, yeah, I'll tell you. You keep going. I'll tell you what the uh, uh, do her course show number was. Okay, her course is good. All right. Who else? Who else? Um, I think I don't know. I think just I don't know. My grandpa, my mom. Like, there's a lot of entrepreneurs in my family. I think I've always had that kind of mm-hmm. will to be my own boss and be independent and um, have that freedom. But yeah, I think, I think that's it. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, Brittany Lewis's episode is episode 31. Stop doing what everyone else is already doing with Brittany Lewis, which sounds very much like yeah. what you've been describing. <laughs> you know, yeah. you were doing what everybody else was doing and what happened? Well, Got your account shut down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I highly recommend her course. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So if you had to start all over, like tomorrow, everything everything you have is gone. The contacts you have are gone. You because you've them. never done this. So that's yeah. never happened to you before. That's so. what I was say. I mean, that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, have to reach out to the guy that chose these magic questions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but but no, tomorrow it's like you don't have not only just your Etsy shop shut down, but you mm-hmm. don't have the same contacts for, for, for mm-hmm. like you had to start all over. You don't know anyone that you know now, including your somehow your father and I <laughs> are not available. For <laughs> yeah, um, no suppliers, you, no suppliers. Yeah, and this yeah. in this in this example, you, you don't know any suppliers. What would be your first thing that you do would it be would you go to etsy first or would you focus elsewhere what would that look like um i would definitely i mean now i'm learning this but don't have all your eggs in one basket so Mm, don't sell all your (laughs) have your whole business on etsy um so yeah getting on as many other platforms as you can um just downloading your csv file having an organized system Hiring out, you know, just know your strengths and hire out to your weaknesses and mm. just the things that take way too much of your time. I hire my VAs to do. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, you'd still stick in home decor and all that kind of um, vibe, or would you go elsewhere? Start over. No, I I would do a little bit of everything, kind of. But I I my first year I didn't really sell many shirts, and now I'm starting to get into more shirts. But I would sell as many different products as possible. Hmm. Nice. Well, Madeline, thank you for coming on the show. You're welcome. She is in our (laughs) Facebook group, slash Facebook is where you can find that group. So. If you have a question, you can post it and maybe tag Madeline or or tag me because I'll I'll probably be able to get the information to her. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I just want to say, hey, we don't um, print on demand cast. We don't have an affiliate with Brittany Lewis's course. We don't have an affiliate with Etsy Rank. We don't have an yeah. affiliate with any of this stuff. We just um, wanted you know to give you guys as much 
possible um, benefit as you know as we can and offer as much value. And, and I knew Madeline had some uh, pretty awesome experiences, particularly with Etsy Rank. That's really been uh, a really cool. So it's super cheap. If you do sell on Etsy and you you know are wanting to get serious, that might be something. Something yeah, that I would, we look into. That'd be the other thing. My first thing I do is get you rank right get away. Get you rank. <laughs> okay. Nice. That's awesome. Madeline, thank you so, so much for finally, I mean, <laughs> come on, finally joining us. Uh, it was great to have you. And I know you, you've, I think you've uh, given people a lot of encouragement because I know there's people that, you know, this is such an up and down business. Josiah and I were just talking about earlier, man. This was a today specifically for whatever reason was a tough day. And uh, this was a really yeah. fun interview. So thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks, thanks. for having me. I love you. <laughs> You're going to push. My yeah, picture. I love you so much. I'm just going to push her out of the frame. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say I love you to all of our guests. So don't hashtag me to me. Anyway. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's it for this uh, main event. And there you have it, folks. Our interview with my beautiful wife, Madeline Cifuentes. I want to thank her again for coming on the show. In fact, hold on. Hey, Madeline. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> I just thanked her again for coming on the show, uh, for taking time out of her schedule to, to talk to us. But no, Travis, what do you think? Um, I was thinking, you know, this is the only time that this could possibly be applicable. But since it was my wife in the interview and we said goodbye to her at the end of the interview, I think this is appropriate. Fifth, the final. How did she? Oh. Oh, I see what she did. That is good. Wow. And Carol did one smart cookie. Goodbye, my friend. Oh yeah, it's the only uh, time I could ever use. If you that weren't watching on video, you have no idea what just happened. But no, we, am... we threw we threw to an office reference. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of an inside joke between us. But it's it's uh, Michael yeah. Scott just after his breakup with the realtor. Which what's yes. her name? I can't remember. Uh, it's not. He, Jan, he only had. I don't know. She was the ice skating girl, and like she was a realtor, and she wasn't in that long, but. No, he she was. He took it hard. He took oh, that he breakup hard. <laughs> definitely did. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I think like it was another J name. I don't know. But yeah. Um, anyway, that's a, it was a long way to go for an office reference, but I went. It there. was. Um, but anyway, what did you think of the interview? And what were your kind of your favorite um, parts that are you know nuggets that Madeline shared? I mean, I think I gave it away in the interview. I'm just so happy that um, you know she. Ha- I mean it's so sad that she lost her store and all that, but I think just right. kind of that, that Phoenix rising from the ashes kind of story yeah. is just so inspiring. Yeah. And, and the fact that she's like, okay, this time I'm going to do it the right way. And she kind of took all the lessons that she had learned and, um, you know, took all the different influences she had, you know, from Brittany Lewis, from me, from you, from, yeah. you know, every, yeah. all these different people. And she said, I'm going to do it the right way. And she's, she got organized she got a strategy. She's using E-Rank now. I mean, just she's doing it the right way. And she's she's creating an asset that's going to like yeah. benefit you uh, and her for years to come, you know, because yeah. Etsy ain't going away, you know, and, and she has. And the cool thing about it is, and I alluded to this, too, is like if if someday, you know, maybe, you know, you and Jason to say, hey, we're going to sell the business or whatever. We're going to get out of producing Right. She has all of her data <laughs> and she can like yeah. go to someone else and say, okay, I need you to now do this. And it's very easily set up and um, yeah. easily transferred. And so it's, um, she's doing it the right way. And I'm just really proud of her and proud of you, proud of you guys, you know, just taking that on. And I, I know it's, it's 90% her and 10% you, but still, it's, it's still both of you guys. Very and, true. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty stoked about the fact that she's doing it the right way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, like I alluded to, um, in the intro, I'm just really proud that she came on the show and, and shared, um, I, we had a lot of conversations offline, which is something I think, you know, every, like we've talked about, everyone struggles with the imposter syndrome, but every, the, the main reason that I would ask her when I would ask her to be on the show, the reason she would say no is I have 
nothing to offer. Like, I don't know what you guys expect me to say that Crazy. someone else couldn't say, but I don't have anything to really, you know, I don't have value to add. And so to have her kind of, you know, sit down and share and hopefully even for her, it was kind of a experience where she realizes that, no, you do have a lot of value yeah. and insight to add and that everyone's journey is, is, is different and unique. And there's a lot of people that are out there that maybe have lost an Etsy shop or maybe haven't totally. even gotten into Etsy, but now they know what to look out for. So um, I was really proud for, of her for just sharing her story like that. Cause it's really the first time on any kind of platform like this, that she's done that. So I thought, I thought it was really awesome. Yeah, it's, that's really cool. I mean, I, we've talked about this before. Our our wives are very similar in like kind of yes. their personality and, and my wife's mm-hmm. very much the same way. She's always like, well, I don't have anything to offer, but yet she has a ton to yeah, offer. And anybody totally. that knows my wife knows yeah. how much she has to offer, but she's had to kind of battle through that. And yeah. um, it's really cool to see Madeline, you know, step stepping into <laughs> that, that place of like, you know, um, okay, fine. I'll trust you. Josiah, sure. that yeah. I do have something to share. And I think, I, I think everybody that listened to this podcast is going to agree with us that that was really good, man. She, yeah. she encouraged us. She gave us some good tips um, and she just did a great job. So I was really, yeah. really happy that she, she came on the show. That was awesome. Me too. I'm very, very happy that she stepped out and, and did that. And uh, I'm sure in a year from now, we can get her back on here to kind of recap <laughs> just kind of space yeah. out the invites so she's not like i was just there seven months ago um but now i'm sure she'll be glad to come back on and eventually we will get her her dad my father-in-law on the show as well yeah. to kind of share his story um, i feel like that one would be fun to do kind of like fireside vibe kind mm. of thing where we just kind of chat you know um but i, I i'll talk to him and we'll, when he's not in the throes of q4 and ask him sure. when he has time to do that because at this point he'll be like i don't have time to breathe so um thank you guys so much for listening again thank madeline uh, thank you madeline for coming on the show uh and sharing your knowledge and experience if you guys have any questions for her or for travis or for myself uh slash facebook is where you can go to join the conversation join the group join the family and ask those questions as well so as always wherever there are podcasts available the pod cast is there for your listening pleasure I'm talking Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Anchor, however many other ones are out there. But if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcast, the Apple Podcast app, to my knowledge, that's the only one that allows you to actually leave a review. So it would be, we would greatly appreciate it if you guys left mm-hmm. a review, um, five stars, of course, and then a comment if you'd like. Um, let us know how, what, how, what you're liking about the show, feedback. Uh, your favorite dad joke we've said, whatever it is, let us know because it helps the algorithm and helps us get in front of the eyes of the people that need this information. Um, in fact, actually, uh, I told someone, I got to find it real quick, and this is an aside, and I just remember it as I'm rattling through the the outro <laughs> that I usually <laughs> rattle through. Crystal Nunn uh, is a member of our Facebook group and she posted in our group very recently. You know, Spotify has been doing the Spotify wrapped thing yeah, uh, yeah. recently and telling, you know, telling you all of the things you listen to and how much you listen to it and all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to go through because she posted um, to our profile and she said that Print on Demand Cast was her top podcast. She listened to a thousand fifty six minutes of this show, uh, oh my which gosh. is incredible she's not the only one to have posted that in either lindsey harrington as well listened to 2410 mm-hmm. minutes of this show <laughs> in 2021 and we posted 2005 2556 minutes so lindsey must have skipped an episode or two <laughs> that's it is the thing which is absolutely just bonkers crazy so i want to thank Crystal and Lindsay, yep. so much uh, for your uh, dedication, for your loyalty, for listening each and every week. That's really yeah, cool. Totally. I never, I never thought that I would see something that I was a part of be mentioned in a Spotify rap, anything <laughs> like that. I mean, it's really, really crazy and kind of surreal. Um, but thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, not just them, but of course everybody as well. So. <clears throat> so 
as I try not to choke, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm <laughs> clamped. I'm very, very emotional. Uh, but thank you guys. <laughs> We're going to do everything we can going into this new year to bring you 2,556 more minutes of listening <laughs> pleasure audio on the print on demand cast. Um, but until then, we'll see you right here next week. For Travis, I'm Josiah. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you again right here on the print on demand cast. See ya. Hey, babe, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.